Uh, best new projects of the week. Surprise! I dropped this week, although a couple of them actually did this week. So, very special occasion in that respect. Um, is this the first time I've done this in a month? Let's see. Uh. 8-16-2021, so it's been almost two months. Almost two months on the Actually, in 30 minutes, it would be two months on the day. That's pathetic. Um, tell us it's a shadow podcast. Fuck it, we'll just get straight into it. Recommendation. Magdalena Bay Mercurial uh, World. Uh, just a transformative project. Uh, I think Tyler the Creator's project is fantastic. Uh, just great mix of sounds. You know, he obviously brings a lot of technical expertise into the back end of things. Uh, Makami may have the best, uh, close to mainstream lyrical hip hop project. Uh, some of the things he does with his various languages that he knows, and some of the references he brings to the table, fantastic. Uh, so forth and so on, but. This, I think, is probably my presumptive number one right now uh, of the year. I was looking for synth pop after playing the shit out of Strawberry Switchblade. Um, and it just fell into my lap. One of the best covers I've ever seen, much less of the year. Reminds me of Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. The uh, kind of the CGI after Failures of Affinity, if you've watched that movie. Um... I mean, I, I think the vocalist is really good. Um, she, I, some people got complained about her on rymrachelmusic.com. Uh, just kind of saying she was, I guess, too deadpan, kind of very, you know, not much range, I suppose. But I mean, like, it's a, it's a, it's an acquired taste, but it's also just like the flavor of the year. I mean, of the, the really of the past five years. There's such a level of attract attraction to vocalist coming out with a monotony and deadpan style and then kind of being able to break that at moments and give you a change up and I think uh the vocalist does well here in that respect uh production is fantastic I mean there's literally no no moment where I don't think the production is just incredible um I, I mean it's just a sensational project like it's one of those transformative moments where you just kind of think to yourself like this probably would be better service to you know the way pop should go going forward i know people mentioned like you know dual lipa comparison to her uh you know carly ray jepson etc etc you know some moments she kind of this this reminds me a little bit if you have some grimes and then you spin in um someone on ktt said carol carol benito but uh who did i want to go with I fucking forgot the name, I, but it, it felt so so right the name I used. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, if you like, as far as the, her vocals go, I think like the Mariah's is a good comparison. Um, Billy on her second album kind of reminds me of kind of the same thing they're shooting for. Uh, kind of post BTD Lana Del Rey uh, vocally, just kind of like you know speaking. She doesn't really go like high into her range or anything like that, but uh, I think she did a great job. I mean, it's just I, almost a seamless project. It's almost hard to recommend these because it's just like the entire album is really good. I have 
there's 14 tracks. I think I have like 10 stars. So 10, 9, something like that. Uh, Carrie, C-H-A-E-R-I, one of my favorite tracks and the largest stream track off this project. Uh, something for two is great. The title track, Mercurial World. Closer is fantastic. Um, Dreamcatch is amazing, by the way. And Transitions Flow. So pretty much from 1 to 14, you want to really just let it rock. And then it also kind of like, damn, tends on looping back. Although it's not as explicit with the way it loops back. Although it's meant to be played front to back similarly. Uh, just incredible. Uh, comparison, Candace Parker, you know? Let's go on to the... The guy who's been my number one streaming uh, artist in any kind of capacity you could possibly think of for going on two years running now, uh, Little Ugly Man, Travis Miller. Um, I've, I played the shit out of it this year, like I said. I think my top... I think four of my top five projects are from him uh, this year. And then the fifth is Strawberry Switchblade, the uh, synth-pop artist I, or duo that I mentioned earlier. And it's because of a song, Go Away, I was introduced to by Travis Miller. He sampled on one of his projects. So pretty much five projects off of Little Ugly Man. And then I get this, you know, two weeks ago, get this this couplet thrown into my lap. Uh, porcelain Slightly and Into a Life. And I'm like, okay, you know, so what this goes. I know that um, he reposted Headboard, which is a song he's done or kind of worked with a hundred times over it seems like I thought it was kind of recent it's been 2019 or so from his uh, third sided tape three sided tape volume one which came out like I think eight years ago so he's been working on this one quite a while I guess he got it to the way he wanted it I can't tell you what's the difference between that one and the one that we got here with you know, the one we've gotten uh, in years past but it sounds good it feels familiar uh, and you know it was it was kind of play such a way that it's like it goes into into a life with another familiar sound off here uh so you kind of get you know a little a little reprieve from the very wild and zany sounds you get on here um benadryl submarine kind of re reminiscent of um his yes he has some songs to kind of just work with the hook and then like the rest of the song kind of just is space to accentuate the hook. Uh, I know that Strobe Lights feels like that to me. Um, and I think this is reminiscent of that to me. Kind of just, just really, you know, sing song thing he goes for with the Benadryl Submarine. And um, this one is, I remember, yeah, Styrofoam. It sounds like a, a she shanty, a she, a sea shanty, uh, a sea shanty. It reminds me a lot of uh, like some of you would like maybe hear in like a post season like tribute to Flapjack, the Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. And I think he really just goes crazy sometimes with the uh, the non-singles. Like the singles from this, if you like only heard like Mr. Doug Isolation, like Oblivion Access, the singles were like pretty out there for you. But like shit like Clapping Seal, um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head at this point. Let's see. Uh, can I play a song, please? Right, hold up. That 
that, that the vocal effects he had on the stock car is really cool. Um, a couple moments here reminds me of like Big Thief. Like I'm trying to use what I know as someone who doesn't pervade, who doesn't you know really look into rock too much. And it's very down tempo, very lo-fi. It's you know some influences that he's had on other non-hip hop uh, projects such as uh, such as a uh, third side of tape volume two or three side of tape volume two at the name of convention with that always fucks me up and he kind of digs into that lo-fi sound throughout most of this i don't do really think there's too many high tempo tracks if i remember correctly i played it earlier today so i'm kind of still going top of the dome piece kind of um but very very stargazy which is what kind of set the british for me with into a life and portion slightly very good tracks that he had as the kind of sampler for this very good taste mm-hmm. Uh, very good choice selections. Um, I like both of them, by the way. Portion Slide was probably one of the better tracks I've heard all year. And uh, very Stargaze is the foundation. Sometimes you go into kind of more, you know, even out of rock and times, but not rap. There's pretty much no rap on here. No hip-hop really influences. Um, and, you know, sometimes he goes a little bit, like, closer to maybe a harder rock, which is something that I think he's featured before uh, with his Vud Merc persona. Um, and I think Dale Crew also was a rock act that he kind of took uh, upon himself. But yeah, no, nothing hip hop really. If you came for like hip hop, Travis Miller, I don't think that's on here. And I don't think that, I mean, even with um, the Bedwetter project, like that was hip hop based, but like that was not, like hip hop was not the, the reason that, I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it, but like, I feel like his previous, you know, his first like three or four albums as Lil Ugly Mane, or projects, I guess I should say, or like hip hop is like the foundation of this. You kind of just go in different ways. I don't think he uses found like as hip hop as like a base anymore. He doesn't jump off of hip hop, if that makes sense. Like you could have easily made Bad Weather, uh, that project, a, I don't know, like, um, trying to think, like, like this kind of you know pop thing you know you could have made a pop thing or like um an electro project some shit like that like a burial something like that and it would have worked like, it didn't have to be hip-hop there's a moments there that hip-hop or, or interesting hip-hop wise but like something like haze of interference like that's just basically spoken war at a certain point you know so that's just my thought process with this uh as far as songs to remember um and two singles I liked a lot. Uh, Styrofoam is really good. Been into a submarine. I could feel being a um, earworm eventually. You, you gotta, you gotta like the hook a lot. Uh, Clapping seal. I, I seem to remember the vocal, the, the uh, verse off that being pretty interesting. I like stock cars. Um, uh, kind of the vocals on that, the vocal effects. Let me a VPN again. <laughs> I'm trying to go to a couple of them right now. I try to really remember what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a couple that are like instrumental in nature. Like this, a stretch that he kind of like takes off a little bit of the vocals, which I mean, I think his best trait is kind of producing anyway. So it's like, you know, you can get away with it. Oh yeah, this one, this one, this one was like the, uh, ice cream jingles kind of 
I like the ice cream truck, kind of Christmassy. I really like this one, yeah. He gets wild with some of these samples and sounds he goes with. Uh, that's gonna be it. Uh, I, I, I call him Ron Artest. How about that? I compare it to Ron Artest. It's Ron Art is Ron Artest of Metal World Peace. That's how I look at this. Like it's just a whole new act, a whole new lane for this man to go into, in my opinion. But let's just try to scrounge up a third one. Show. There's a couple projects in the past couple of weeks. I just I've been doing listening to music under the guise of you know playlist curation and you know list curation and blah blah blah. All the shit people do at the end of the um the end of the year for lists and shit like that. Um and this one was one I listened to and I kind of just forgot about it, honestly. Uh it came out two weeks. Apparently it's it's a stream upload of a project that came out three years ago, which I didn't know that. So it's fresh to me. Uh Duck Season Chinese Algebra by Mike Hami and the God of Fahim. Uh, what's lost in the titling convention is that this is uh, Fahim on pretty much every track and it seems to be just one of their things they kind of made together when they got away from uh, Griselda I would imagine and I'm try I don't really know as far as the production goes like who's handling most of it um, Fahim is a really good producer I I've heard Fahim on um, the Your Old Drew collaboration they had and he did a lot of the production on that. So for this one, I looked it up. They're in the $33. People are probably not going to buy this. You know, that's the funny thing about Mock Homie uploading some of his best projects is that, like, people paid hundreds and sometimes thousands of dollars for these projects, and they just got posted for free on Spotify, which I'm sure a lot of people at the time, you know, when he's just a very small artist, kind of, you know, niche into himself, probably didn't think they ever see him be big enough to be on the streaming service at least anytime soon but you know how mad i'd be if a motherfucker posted some shit for free that you can listen to for free in like pretty much lossless quality and you paid two thousand dollars for that shit some of this shit costs two thousand dollars this cost under thirty three dollars and it's a nine track ep essentially but anyway the beats are primarily done by the god fahim who like i said pretty good producer honestly uh my comedy's a good producer too but but he seems to actually handle a lot more of the work with that than I thought he did. Uh, some of my favorite tracks off of here, uh, Blackamore, Brooch, uh, Diamond Exchange, and Hut One. Fahim, dude, I just fucking... I, I think Blackamore, Brooch is one of the best, better Fahim moments. And it's just so exhausting to get through a Fahim verse. Dude. It's just... It's like there's some charm there that's underlying that I just can't, I can't pick through. Like it's like bedrock and fucking Minecraft. I just can't get through a fucking Fahim verse most of the time. And sometimes he does some shit that just amazes me. Some uh, a couple tracks off of um, the the joint with Drew the album. Uh, he did well in the EP with Drew, which was a little more concise and the shorter the better in my opinion with Fahim. Uh, Pravda, New Religion, I liked him on those. Um, it, it's moments where he works, but it's just as a whole, dude. I, and then Hami was like killing it on this motherfucking project, so it's like really, really tough to get through when you see Hami just fucking murder the shit. You got to turn around and listen to fucking. Anyway, I'm not gonna. 
uh, going about that too much longer, but I had fun with this project. It's very short and to the point. Um, Homie's had a hell of a year. He's opened himself up a lot more than I think he's had before. Uh, Bulletproof Law is, I think it's like a YouTube joint, uh, a YouTube project that he uploaded on here, I think. Uh, he also dropped this joint called HBO Haitian Body Odor, which I think is the one that went for 2000. I haven't listened to it, but it's from five years ago. And I should give it a spin at some point. We'll see. But um, that's about it. I really don't have anything else to really riff about today. Uh, those two joints I mentioned earlier, probably within my top seven tracks of the uh, 2021 year. So I just recommend listening to that. And, you know, short Makami project. What else are you going to do? I mean, Makami, you know, listen to the man. You're always going to get something redeemed by the Makami. That's the one thing you always 